Super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I am, of course, announcing for Pod King fan favorite Ian Dixon today, as he has had a long week and would like to retire in the quarantine throne chair. He's here, of course, and so is Sneaky D. How are you guys doing? We're we're here. I mean, we're not here in person. We're remote right now, not being poked by a tape measure. Yeah, because I, I wanted to open up ScottCast headquarters, and I sent you guys a picture with a, a six feet rolled out on the tape measure and mm-hmm. a podcasting setup that was perfectly six feet across with a pop shield that's practically PPE built in. Mm-hmm. But alas, our great Pod King retired. Are you getting tired of the Pod King role, fan favorite Ian Dixon? I wouldn't say that. I I think uh, it was just a long week and I'm tired in general. I was thinking about riding the bike over, but it was like cooler today than it had been. And I wanted some beer, but it was too far away. <laughs> it's just... Uh, First world problem. Yeah, it was a motivation was a problem today in general. So that's kind of where I'm at. What a, like a <laughs> royal statement. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I got a couple of days off next week, so I'm going to recharge and I think we'll have a an in-person pod soon and I'll go pick up some some batch beers and it'll be a jolly old time. It's it's just I miss you guys. I don't know. Is it too early yeah. to open up in the in the in the universe? I'm only keeping it to the Scottcast triumvirate node as it were. Mm. I liked your idea on one of your Scott takes where you proposed that everybody just walk around with a bubble thing over their head, but it like only goes down to their sternum and is full of beer. And I feel like you should get a waterproof <laughs> mic. I'm telling you, these waterproof mics, Scott, they're not just good for shower thoughts. They're also good for chugging beer around you, and you could also podcast. You know, you bring up a good point. You were you were going to bat for starting a podcast before we started uh, recording, where you record yourself in the shower. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you were talking, you used to talk about like meditating and, you know, the, all your good thoughts coming to you. I mean, like you were talking about daydreaming. I mean, I, I daydream in the shower, you know, all my, some of my best thoughts come to me uh, in the middle of a shower. It is the best time to think that in long walks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes bike rides to the podcast headquarters, but I digress. Sometimes when I'm in, walking in the rain, it's kind of like shower thoughts and going on a walk. So I get like really good thoughts. Like double the effic- efficacy. Too many thoughts sometimes. Mostly the thoughts are, oh, fuck, there's a lot of rain right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You get uh, too many layers of deep thought and it's like, gets too deep in the psyche. All of a sudden you're having sex with yourself and deep throat and sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a repressed need to conquer the sandwich from your uh, from your steakhouse syndrome. The one weakness yeah. of Sneaky D. You're like the most physically fit man I know. Like, bar none. If I could trust anybody in a fight, it would be like, David's got this. He can handle himself. You know, but a sandwich? I, I'll trust the sandwich to win that one. 
<laughs> you guys ever watch that Power Rangers movie where they ha- they fight the giant pig? There's the one enemy that they can't beat, and they throw everything they got at it, and this pig is like invincible. And it just keeps on eating all the food that they have in like their high school or wherever they're at. And then they finally decide that they're going to beat the pig by getting a very long sub sandwich that's about uh, three, three feet, feet long. Or four, it's feet. extremely long. Did I just cut out for a second? Oh, you just became I'm, James Earl Jones. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 is my voice changing? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. He's talking about this long sandwich. You got to get all deep and sexy like. <laughs> yeah, and then I slotted down my throat. He <laughs> didn't think I could take it. I could. <laughs> <laughs> this pod has so far covered all the ground I wanted it to cover. <laughs> oh, man. Is he like logging off and coming back? What's going on? David, just try to get back on. And if we need to restart, we will. Maybe we should meet in person, or maybe we should meet only to get our bodies rendered in a computer, Mm -hmm. and then we'll release CGI videos of us podcasting in the same room. (laughs) Deep fakes? Deep fakes. Deep fake podcasts. (laughs) Mm. We probably actually could do that. Yeah. We could deep fake like a recent conversation and some of that classic Scott cast footage. Oh, I mean, you could just throw the audio over it. It's not like you have to <laughs> match the lip movements. That's true. Just be like an Italian movie. <laughs> That's true. We can do that. <laughs> Hi all. This is future Scott. I hope you're enjoying the show. I'm here to sum up a few events for you before we get to the next part. David took a little while to get back on, and when he did get back on, he did ten minutes to do an experiment where he would randomly, without warning, just leave the session. Nobody asked him to do this experiment, and even though it wasted fifteen minutes, it did provide at least four minutes of a very interesting result. Thank you for indulging me. And once again, nobody asked David to do this. And we're back from the minor technical interruptions. I've got a lot of science-based content planned, and Sneaky D took it upon himself to perform a science experiment on my fucking show. Oh, you're welcome. Just trying to help. You know, sometimes you got to force. I think David's uh, disappeared. You ghosted him to help upon people who won't uh, <laughs> do the hard things themselves. You know what I'm saying? You got to have any audio going right now. Are, are you being for real, Ian? I can't hear him. Can you see uh, an audio track from him? I don't see Ian's waveform right now. You both don't see each other? No. Oh, no, I don't see Ian at all. Does he <laughs> not see me? I'm having two different conversations right now. This is great. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should do the cast like this. This is kind of a cool one. <laughs> Is a guess when the other person's talking? I mean, in in the interest of science, let's do this. Are you guys going to be willing to do this? Crosstalk. I mean, I won't be able to respond to David, but you'll you'll have to be the. I assume Ian's the apex of our conversation. I guess it's like so genius how you guys are like talking around each other right now. Like, I kind (laughs) of love this. (laughs) I know when Ian usually talks. 
yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, so we're going. We're going to do this for like five minutes. But <laughs> we currently have the most unique podcasting situation ever. Fan favorite Ian Dixon can hear me. David can hear me. I can hear them. They can't hear each other. This could be corrupted. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about this next topic together apart. Get it? Yeah. That's very apropos. Thank you. Yeah. Hollywood is going to use CGI for sex scenes until further notice mm. when they're recording. Uh, social distance kind of thing? Social distance sex scene, that's right. Just repeat what I say back. Be like, yes, that is right. Social distance sex scenes, and then Ian will know what I said. Seems that David has a lot to say about that, huh? <laughs> that's a good point, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Let me posit this question to you guys. I disagree with what Ian just said. That's bullshit. That's a smart move, David. You should immediately be skeptical. If you had a CGI sex scene double, right? Mm. Obviously, it nothing has to be according to your scale. Like, you could wear baggy clothes the rest of the movie. My scale, Scott? My scale down below? Yeah. Like, so do you think you'd have a hand in being like, well, you know... Uh, think of Pringles can. Would they have to 3D scan me? Like they have to do some measurements? You see, I don't think they use your exact body model for, you know, the junk. Like how, how tedious would that be? Uh, I'm not sure I'm clear what you're asking here. That's a shit job for us to do that. <laughs> here comes study my dick for the next 20 minutes. Oh, you, you missed a little. The, the vein here is swiggles to the left and it should be to the right. There's a fork here, you asshole. I love the disparity in reactions to this. <laughs> yeah, they got to get the veins right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. We're back again on the experimental Scottcast, the most experimental Scottcast we've ever done. We've experimented with the form of podcasting itself at this point, which I am psyched for. Like, we can really fuck up the rest of this episode and I'll still be happy. <laughs> it's fun to get experimental every, every now and then. Leads to creativity. Yeah. I don't want to ever be considered that podcast that just does the same thing all the time. Dribbling on, prattling in the corner on our little mics. That's not my dream. My dream is to prattle on about different things all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing the boundaries of prattling. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> like a like a prattle, uh, like a rancher with its cattle there, like a prattle farmer. Bunch of cowboys with their prattle. Man, you know, prattle's hard to sell. It's hard to promote. Telling people, hey, listen to me prattle on, it's, it's, it doesn't get the draw in. Maybe people would get mixed up with Chris Pratt, like a little prattle, like a Chris Prattle. Like maybe you could have him on as a guest. People love Chris Pratt. He's a good conversationalist. He's very likable. Man, I don't think we could land Chris Pratt, honestly. We have high aspirations all the time, but I think Chris Pratt is well on his way to making his own prattle, prattle show. He should totally use that idea and give us the, the we could sell him the rights to it. You got, you got to copyright it and then we'll sell it to him later. Yeah, we're going to sell him the rights to his own name. <laughs> <laughs> Great business plan, David. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
I, I dug up an old Master Charles email bag um, from like a year ago. Wasn't good enough to use before. <laughs> you, 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 there's so many of them in there, you just couldn't get to it. I mean, what was the problem? <laughs> was it in the stuck in the corner of the bag or something? You had to reach down, like you find some lint down there, and oh yeah, Master Charles question. Well, we addressed it when we got it, but we addressed it in a very quick, almost dismissive way, I think. And I want to readdress it because I've decided to venture forth into it. Okay. The subject is TikTok. He sent us this email when he originally got on, and he's since amassed hundreds of views on it. He says we should try it out. Our brand of humor might work. So I did a little scouting. I downloaded it, and I looked through a bunch of TikToks a year later. <laughs> so it's like the new Vine, basically. It's like the short little video clips of people doing dumb shit, right? That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. the new Vine. So you watched videos that he sent, he recommended you check out before? No. Uh, he just recommended in the letter, like it's like a line of text, like, hey, dudes, you guys should get TikTok, all lowercase letters. Should be on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured he wants our brand of humor to attend to a high growth market. I'd say Vine not. Buy, buy not? Vine not. Vine so not. Vine. Have you ever been on TikTok, David? I made an account, but I have not used it. I, I made one like a, about a month ago or two because we were talking. Somehow, we were, it was because of Master Charles, I think, too. I was, he said, you guys should really check into that shit because it, it could be a, it's a big thing now. But the youngins. That's old news now. I guess we should have jumped on it when uh, Master Charles said something about it and we would have been on the forefront. Right. Because I, I thought it had been around longer than it had. I didn't realize it was actually quite so new. And I knew, I know like the Vines back in the day, I, I watched those, like I had the Vine app, but I guess something went wrong with the app and Vine got discontinued for, cop, I don't know, the company didn't think it was good or something. It was owned by one of the big tech companies too. So now they let somebody in China just swoop in and come up with their own app. Not very patriotic of us. Jeez. No. America's supposed to have all the tech uh, giants. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, now that you've <laughs> equated going on this platform as treason to the U.S. government, I've got a plan to get famous on it. Well, now I want to do it. <laughs> I want to thank you for completely ruining this segment, David. <laughs> I don't give a shit if Chinese kids watch us or whatever and they don't understand what we're saying. It's still hilarious. Jesus Christ. Universal. So we're going to get spied on, but if we get spied on by enough people, that's called an audience. You know what? You're yielding all your information to all these other tech companies. What's another one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't care if it's China, whatever. You know, Amazon just sent a package to the wrong house. So if they can still send packages to a house that I don't even live at anymore, what else do they know about me? Maybe they'll know where you're going to move next before you do. I mean, you show up to your new house first day and it's already there. You're like, holy shit, I haven't told anybody that I'm moving. How do they know? <laughs> How much did I pay for this already? You pay with your soul. Yeah. So, since we've already sold our soul, we might as well sell it again for fame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ian sold his, but, you, you know... You I've sold mine a couple times it. over, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got so much soul, man. <laughs> I did enjoy that water. Oh, yeah, you sold your soul for the water, and you bought a few waters. It was good. I wouldn't pay money for it. I wouldn't buy more, but uh, the free one was good. There you go. 
So what are we doing with this TikTok thing? We're Scott, doing a ScottCast TikTok. We're going to get together, film some stuff, some ScottCast video action. Well, I did some reconnaissance. And... <laughs> are you intentionally saying? <laughs> I, I, I've done some reconna- like reconnaissance. Reconnaissance? Reconnaissance. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. And the things that are most popular on the TikTok platform are famous people doing surreal sitcom skits and dances and really dumb short videos for ADD people. Boom, there you go. Since we're not really that famous yet and we can't really do the surreal thing, let's go for the stupid shit. Let's go for the stupid shit. Hamtramck Avengers, anyone? Boom. Yeah. Check. We can make that a series on TikTok, but my plan was to invite Ian over today, and then I'd have a measuring tape that's six feet long, and I'd be like, I'm so glad to have someone to podcast with. It's been a while, and then it flips the screen, and it's just me stabbing the crap out of Ian and yelling at him to get back. There you go. Wait, so I I break the six-foot limit and you just stab me? It's, it's Well, you're barely at the six-foot six limit, and I keep mm-hmm. poking you with the measuring tape, and it's flailing all wild. So it's like kind of an assault with six feet. A little belligerent, but harmless. It'd be funny if it actually was effective, though. Like, you really couldn't get past the tape measure, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you're just really good with it. And you were whipping him with it, and he's like, ah, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He whip out another one, started dual wielding. <laughs> I told you. And then I come in, the second person charges as well, and you're holding us both back. Like Indiana Jones with dual whips, just keeping us at bay. You still got my, uh, my feet from my uh, ick episode, right? That's true, I do. Well, we've only got a couple. Being like, get back, six feet, six feet. And you'd be like, oh, I have two. And yeah, all these fucking feet, just dismembered feet at you. You see, this is why I go to the brain trust on the dumb entertainment. You have like a whole <laughs> week's worth of videos, just boom, every day. Yeah. <laughs> just about the same joke. We'll just make, yeah, <laughs> variations of jokes about six feet. And they're yeah. all puns. We'll, we'll make up our own hashtag and dominate. Joking on a sandwich. <laughs> A six foot sandwich. <laughs> Never get to get to finish that sandwich story, damn it. <laughs> Crashed the freaking podcast. It was a spicy sandwich. That's why you couldn't eat it, okay? <laughs> Not because it was too big. As as a group, do you think this is our this is our thing? It's we gotta go into TikTok domination mode? I mean, whatever. If it's uh if it's treason, then I'm on board. <laughs> Okay. We rebel with our TikToks. In the air of fist, in the hand, TikTok. I feel like we could do it. Let's try it out. That's a good ScottCast experiment to promise the ScottCastigators. Well, you could film some stuff and then you could just send me, I could do some editing stuff if you need me to or whatever to help. But I'd, you know, I'd be there when I could in person. That's what we need. We need each to commit a vow of um, infecting each other or wear the bubble suit. Yeah, you cut out, like, just all I heard was a vow of each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's also what I heard. Oh, exactly. So, you'll need to uh, 
enunciate, please. <laughs> it really <laughs> before we agree to anything. <laughs> it really doesn't get better once you know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what happens when you're using uh, experimental mixers on an experimental podcast. But as this is an experimental podcast, uh, let's get on to the next segment. What do you guys think about that? Let's experiment with another segment. We'll never know what the vowel was, I guess, but okay. Never will. Yeah. <laughs> the one that got away. Yes. That's so experimental, man. That's right. Leave it hanging like that. Yeah, it's called the hanging bit. The hanging bit. <laughs> we'll just cut out chunks of relevant information. See how people <laughs> deal with it. Hey, it's like, uh, you know, this is supposed to be a news kind of show, right? There we go. We're doing space news, right? Oh, now we are. Thank you for That's introducing it. the segment for me for the first time, David. Just in a casual <laughs> runoff sense. I always try to get these segments. <laughs> you never take them, so. Sometimes when you're talking for over a minute, I'm just waiting for you to stop. <laughs> so I just need to ramble on long enough and then do the segue? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe okay. you shouldn't be doing the segues on Scarcast. I was just prattling on. Just prattling on. Chris prattling on. <laughs> He's trying to throw you a Jurassic Park reference, I think. Like, like a prattle, like a prattle snake. Oh, yeah. You can hear me coming a mile away, but you just can't stop me. You know what's the fuck with that? Uh, I love Jurassic World. But for now, we are introducing a brand new segment into the Scottcast Skater's life. The super colorful original telecommunicated transmissioner's life. That is Space News. Space news. Space nudes? <laughs> news. News. See, she said it so slow. Space news. She really enunciates at the end. News. <laughs> She enunciates better than you half the time, Scott. So ever say Renaissance for us. <laughs> for God's sake, I give you a segment called Space News and you use it to bash me. It's sorry, it just sounds like space nudes. <laughs> but I'm okay with two. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> Send some space nudes. Wouldn't nudes in space just be like these shriveled bodies, like floating in the it ether? Whatever, man. Space is so vast. Shrunk like a Ziploc baggie over leftover meat. I think it would be bloated, if anything, because it's depressurized. So, oh. like, more like bloated stuff. Bloated yeah. like an overstuffed sausage on the counter? More so than that. Wow. But yes, bloated space sausage. Yeah. <laughs> space is going great I'm glad you guys really came through in the pinch there with the yeah. fucking softball topic good segment guys until <laughs> <laughs> totally you actually have the space news okay fine here's the space news I found <clears throat> space news oh wrong wrong paper <clears throat> space news the US Space Force is losing a battle against the parody TV show yeah. Space Force over merchandising rights. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They let the freaking network copyright them before. 
Like the, the U.S. government didn't copyright before. What was it? Netflix. It's yeah. like dude, it was your idea. Why don't you not get on that? <laughs> well, shows you what a genius businessman uh, Mr. Trump is, right? Definitely could use a better intellectual property lawyer. <laughs> that guy's fired. Remember, <laughs> ever came up with that? Good on Netflix for getting on that shit, though, because yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> right. But what about this, though? You can do things that are in parody, right? Like, what if the U.S. Space Force decides to become a parody of the TV show Space Force in, like, the world's first true case of art imitating life, which then imitates art right back aggressively? Ooh, I doubt that the military type of person would be like, yeah, let's be a fucking parody. Or, or like the type of people who are, uh, you know, heading this are going to be like, let's be a literal joke. <laughs> I know people were joking about us before, well, but let's just roll with it. Let's lean into it. I mean, are they not? Are they not already? <laughs> Definitely not necessary at all when the Air Force already did everything that the Space Force is going to do. It's just purely in title. It's like uh, giving someone assistance to the region ma- regional manager kind of title. It doesn't do anything. Whatever. In your face, Art. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a joke every day of my life. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one, Scott. I gave that one a 9 out of 10. That's a good 9 out of 10. That was brought to us by the artificial intelligence machine. We need a catchier name for it. Art, artificial intelligence machine. I mean, I might be a pod robot by now. You guys don't know. You haven't seen me in a long time. That's right. true. We could all be robots now. Aren't I strangely flexible when it comes to whenever you guys are ready to pod? I just thought you had a lot of free time. Some say that I should be the one true pod king. Mm. Those, those some people kind of arguments again here? Some people say. I have recordings. That sounds like blasphemy to me. I think uh, Feudcast 2 settled that score pretty succinctly. So someone levels a case of blasphemy, Ian. <laughs> someone publishes it. Um, what happens? I don't know. I don't really give a shit. What if it's not Scottcast? What if it's not me bringing it up? What if someone else brings it up? What do you do? It depends, like, what the, what what their criticisms are. Like, maybe I can take constructive criticism, or maybe, like, I just don't give a shit. I don't know. Oof. I'd have to hear what the argument was. This clip comes from the sneaky D-hosted One Life to Lift podcast, and I gotta say, it's really questionable, David, that you would air this. I cut out some stuff. I, you got to live. <laughs> you got to segue. You can't have some natural conversation. I can't cut out everything, Scott. I'm not into censoring every everything, you know? I mean, okay. So I guess that's your defense. Ian, um, are you ready to hear the minute and 22 second clip I have here? Wow. Yeah, sure. For context, David just made a pun about shopping at his own store. That's- Let's let's not. I'm not saying more than that, but that's all I'm going to say about that podcast. Well, you know, I you know, I really I could have inherited the mantle if I really wanted it, Scott. But you know, I got my own podcast. So no, there's only one pod king, and he has to take the mantle back. Yes, the mantle needs to be. You know what? I actually just read those uh, those Halo books back in the day, and they always talked about the mantle of responsibility for the spacefaring populations and how the one space population can inherit the mantle of responsibility for mm-hmm. the, the good. 
Now you know why it's a minute and 22 second clip. <laughs> changing the topic, Scott. You see that? Oh, it flows back into the talk about space again, sci-fi and space. I don't talk about your podcast. It's, yeah, it it doesn't become changing the topic uh, until like your conversational partner acknowledges the change in topic as evidenced by how he does not drop the subject at all. <laughs> of the galaxy. I feel like that's very similar to the other show that we're speaking of. It's called Scottcast, folks. <laughs> Let's check it out. I don't know if we're going to leave this in or not. <laughs> so uh, I think you should. I think it'd be yeah. very good tribute to the Pod King. He would appreciate it. You know, you know. while, while we're on the topic of talking about vascular issues, though, and the, the negative pressure and the nausea brought about there... Um, <laughs> Hear what he said, the one true pod king. So, I mean, I, I'm i not like... He's a patron. Emotionally attached to the title of pod king. Uh, if there are questions about my, uh, my position as named pod king currently uh there is a there's a secret organization listen there's a secret organization called the legion of scots i hear <laughs> i hear about the legion of scots you're part of it scott you should I, know I about never, it. i've never said i was a part of it it's like just because they, that you're it's, gonna you know, drew gets me on his schemes it's like i never signed up for this <laughs> part of it whether you like it or not <laughs> I'm not a part of this Legion of Scots, but I hear about them, you know, and mm-hmm. they're militantly against this change in pod ownership. Mm. You know, I feel as just as guilty as you might right now. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I beseech your wisdom. I, mean, uh, I guess I would like to hear out their their qualms. What what's uh what am I doing that the that Scott is not doing or what what did scott do that i am not doing or like help me understand what the what the issue is with the uh the change in power david cut it out like that that was all that was mentioned on the podcast there that's that that i could uh, bring up that was relevant but it was a space podcast so it's still very much happily a part of space news Face news. I see the nudes. <laughs> so does that mean that segment's over, or do you, are we moving on? Or I didn't know what the sound effect meant. Trying to strike strike back up a feud after like three episodes of <laughs> <laughs> just trying to whip up another feud real quick. Just get a game going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think that. Uh, as someone who's talked with the head of the Legion of Scots many times, this Legion of Scots was formed as a camaraderie, like a like a unifying thing. Uh, what do you want to call it? Between Scots that have like-minded uh, interests. So, as far as I know, you know, Scots the Scott Science is uh, he's like the uh, the grand the grand master of the Legion of Scots, mm. and he's always saying the Legion of Scots will not be silenced. Mm. So he's so, very vocal in uh, saying that everybody who's a, a Scott that like Scott cast needs to be a part of this Legion of Scots. And so I just need to change my name to Scott. Sounds like it mostly. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 it seems simple enough. <laughs> it could be a last name like Ian Scott. 
like a, or like a J.R.R. Tolkien kind of thing, you know, Ian Scott Dixon. Scott Ian is uh, the guitarist for Anthrax. There you go. Fun fact. Sounds very Scott Ian. Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Ian has the alias as 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 a Scott now. I guess I don't know, yeah. but he can join the Legion of Scots so easily. I don't know. I think um, would have to be consulted with. Yeah. Give us some some more constructive criticism and I'll uh, consider it. Okay. David, you know what to do. Get him on the podcast. Back, right? <laughs> Why is it not me? I, I, I'm just, I had a guest on my show. It's your problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't bring your shit on my show. All right. <laughs> it just goes there. I don't put it there. So email in if you're a part of the Legion of Scots and would li- so like a dialogue. Give Ian some construction criticism. Construction criticism. Give Ian some constructive criticism. There you go. Not about construction. <laughs> yeah. Tell him how to hold a hammer. <laughs> hammer of Thor. Hammer with one claw. So that's the end of Space News, but we still got a lot of experimental fare on this Scottcast. Mm-hmm. A little science news. You ready for this shit? Yeah, I, I, sure. I am. <laughs> Scientists gene hack human cells to turn invisible. Hmm. That doesn't sound plausible. Can you elaborate more? <laughs> They engineered some human embryo kidney cells to express the protein reflectin, which comes from squids. Squids who have an uncanny ability for active camouflage. Mm. So they injected these cells, basically. They did some gene therapy, they called it. And they made the cells express this particular uh, substance. And it became invisible. These are human cells they were experimenting with? Embryonic human kidney cells. Nice. So they're trying to make X-Men. Yeah. Here's the problem. Like, if you have something that's being reflected, yeah, you can reflect what's... So there's a problem with invisibility, okay? Well, no, this. but how about you just look at the squid? I'm looking at the science right now. It doesn't make look any sense. Look at the squid. So, squid? See, that's the only thing you have to look at. like perfectly invisible like if you no. got a good eye you can spot it but it's well camouflaged it's uh blends it's, with its environment actively which is yeah. pretty fucking awesome yeah so when when these squiders are being viewed are they just viewed as like there's water underneath them like deep water or is there like surfaces and stuff that changes underneath them and they also blend blend in with that have you ever watched predator yes that's active camouflage that's what it does but that also so that's different, though. It this, bends you can, the like, light, but, but the light goes from one side to the other and is expressed on the other side in that way. Like, it transfers the information somehow. So it looks yeah. like it's like a blurry... Like, if you've if you got shit eyes, you'll never see these things. So the squid, if it does that, it would have to have some cells that are communicating on the other side of the body too, like for like, like the, like they're on their belly or whatever, towards the ocean or they would have to take that, that color that it's getting and then also tell the other cells to become that color and that, do it very rapidly. Sure. So you got to be careful. You still got to be sneaky, but it's in the realm of possibility, David, stop being such a skeptic and tell me what you do with it. I'm saying, I'm saying that's how I would approach 
that that's how you would have to do it. You'd have to have cells that communicate. No, from not how you'd build it. Well, I'm like you're in, you got it. You you're you're rocking it. <laughs> Let's cut to the meat here. What would you do? It sounds like you just could do a bunch of illegal shit. Uh, you know, it seems like maybe there should go some other routes, like maybe turning people into like human bird hybrids so they can fly. You know, do their experiments. I like that. But it's short-sighted to say that you can only think of crimes with invisibility. Because I've thought of a very good use for it. We're talking about stealth, Scott. So what would you use it for? I would use it for the bottom half of my arm. My elbow to through my hand. Like I'll walk around like I don't have it. And then I'll freak people out by being like, I still have a phantom feeling in my arm but then I'll actually hit them with it. They'll think I'm like a magic man. <laughs> and then they'll sue you for it. So illegal. Again. You don't, you don't have to hit them like with a full throttle punch, you know, but you like be like, oh, I'm picking up this apple with my phantom hand. I still got a feeling. Oh my God. Just freak people out. Yeah, be careful doing those pranks. Yeah. Pranks it's really a, lost their cachet in the coronavirus era. Yeah. So you'd just be a little, a little prankster, which you use this... Uh, feat of en- bioengineering for? Well, I figure if I could localize it, then maybe I can delocalize it, you know? I would have like a... Glowing man parts, and then you'd have your invisible hand. Yeah. Like, you know the Iron Maiden, the medieval torture device with all the spikes that entombs people? Yeah. I'd have a version of that that injects me with CRISPR medication that changes my DNA in select areas. Like, and it's not portable. You just have to go into this thing, and every time you want to switch it up, you just kind of have a little thing that kind of stabs you in a bunch of places and just gives you what you want, and then you... Yeah. Version 1.0, obviously. It's like a 3D genetic printer for um, extant humans. I'm just trying to posit a world this would exist. Call it CRISPR. You know, like CRISPR Maiden. People think it's like a tribute band, Iron Maiden. What would Ian do with his his, uh, invisibility powers? I mean, I try not to be noticed most of the time anyway. So I guess I would kind of just keep doing me. But more effectively. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'd be a Hamtramck Avenger. Hang out by uh, hang out by a dumpster, wait for someone to steal a tip jar and pounce out of nowhere. Stealth. Vigilante stealth. You know, mm-hmm. you'd have to be naked. Yeah. Naked Avenger. Boom. <laughs> Because, like, that's the awkward part. If you had a hand training adventure, it was always invisible. They'd always have to be, like, attacking people naked. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, you know, you get it. And when you'd load out for a mission, they'd be like, whoa, are you, oh, is that your arm, your leg, or what? what Like, this Hamtramck Avenger, his power is invisibility, but he's not known as the invisible man. He's known as the flying underwear. Like Captain Underpants? Kind of like Captain Underpants, but like just there's Not this pair of underwear that just comes out of people at people out of nowhere. And it's like like tidy whiteies or like boxers. What are we talking about here? Probably boxers, boxer briefs. Scott cast boxers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally coming into play. <laughs> we need we need some product placement quick. Yeah. <laughs> Visit the Scott Cast store now. <laughs> Which reminds me, guys. The Scottcast stars back in business. Oh. Got to mention it for a while. <laughs> that promo music is very loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking right now. Yeah, I want to talk over that or. 
that was a mess. <laughs> yeah. I love the music, though. It's good, but there's, you can't hear you at all. Are you talking? Uh, no, I wasn't. I was like trying to figure out the mixer. It was, it was a complicated <laughs> procedure. To, Went to invisible right. on us. There's, you're, 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 that's your invisibility trick. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I disappear during advertisements. You know, you wouldn't be. I wouldn't be very good if I was invisible because I wouldn't be able to shut up. Ian would be really good. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, Shh, Dave, shut up. It's like I have the great this great superpower, but I can't use it because I can't stop talking. <laughs> It's like it's like there's a good opportunity for a pun. It's like no, don't do it. That <laughs> should be the new Amtramic Avenger. It's David, but he's invisible, but yeah. everyone knows he's there. <laughs> well, it'd be like you'd be in a tense situation with the bad guys, and then they'd be like saying something, and like there's a perfect pun opportunity. You'd be like, no, David, no, and then it's like I, I'm sorry, guys, and I just got to drop that pun, and then it blows our cover, <laughs> and then the shit hits the fan. Yeah, that'd like, be good. Like, and there could be solo scenes, like, where you're around and you're, like, taunting people. And the most scary part is always when David stops talking. <laughs> you don't know where he is. And then, boom, he strikes. And then he talks some more. Mm-hmm. It's possible I'm just eating <laughs> a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, eat this quick. <laughs> like, oh, that'll keep him busy for at least five minutes. We got five minutes, folks. <laughs> they can smell me coming because they smell the sandwich, but they don't know what the fuck. They're like, do you smell that? Yeah, it smells deli- delicious. What is that? And they're like, oh, shit. And boom, get knocked into a dumpster. That's good. I had another I related idea of uh, another Hamtramck Avenger. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, so it's like I was at the grocery store and I was at the self checkout line and you know how, like, if you have an issue, it asks you, like, help is on the way. <laughs> mm. I was like, wow. You know what? Those people that are working here, they just, I don't know if they're really rising to the occasion. We need, like, a grocery man who can come by and just, you know, <laughs> restock you. You know, like, you're, you're having an issue. Like, maybe you're out, uh, you're, you're cooking, you're baking, you know? Not your piece of bacon, but you're baking you know, and you run out of flour or something or sugar and you're like, ah, shit, I can't make this Scott cast themed cake. Well, never fear. <laughs> the grocery man's here. He's like, uh, he works for Instacart, you know, and as like a side gig, he's got to make money. He's I like, like how this guy is like so incredibly motivated to help by the world's worst things. Like, like listen to the tone <laughs> on that self checkout. It, it demands a hero. And who, who's paying me? The gig economy? I'm the man for this. <laughs> it's funny how they phrase it. It's like, they're not like, ah, you fucked up. Somebody's coming to help you, dumbass. It's like, help is on the way. <laughs> like, there used to be like a little, and then somebody flies in. Did somebody say they need the uh, ID check on those booze? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over here. A lot of situations where you, you could just, if there's any food-related maladies, you could just have uh, the grocery man or whatever his name is come in there and just save the day. You know, like the Hamtramck Avengers, they need uh, some catering. Am I right? They're on a mission. They mm-hmm. need a sandwich to keep the naked man, uh, the naked Avenger uh, occupied. <laughs> and, you know, he, he gives them all their equipment. You know, he gives like, you know, you do the equipment check. And we need supplies, and then you you give me the sandwich, and boom, everybody gets their own utility belts worth of stuff. 
Sounds oh, like, like he's the intern or something. <laughs> he's like <fetching laughs> coffee for everybody. <laughs> he's actually got, and he actually has amazing superpowers, but he's the fucking intern and they won't let him do anything. <laughs> like he can like fly and he can like his super strength and all the typical <laughs> Superman features, but he's a fucking intern. He could solve world hunger by himself, but he only helps these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> he can 3D print food on demand. By re- rearranging the molecular structure of just everyday items, and it's always paper, never plastic. That'd be funny if, like, the intern fucking saves that saves the day. Like, they're in a really tight spot, and then he just swoops in and like kicks everybody's ass. And then he's like, and then you're just like, ah, oh, where's my 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 coffee? You know that uh, if, uh, you know you put the 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 extra milk in there, I get bloaty. You dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> Tackle him into a dumpster. I like that guy. That would be another good. The two new Avengers. Boom. There we go. Invisible Man and the Grocery Man. The intern. <laughs> the intern. <laughs> Gro- grocery bitch. <laughs> I like it. So David, you had a you had a what if scenario that you wanted to posit and had some examples even to offer yourself. Oh yeah. Well, I was I was browsing Reddit and there was a there was like a forum or there or whatever you want to call it subreddit where they were talking about like a what if scenario and I I saw people's responses and I thought maybe we could do one better. So like the question was if you had like any book, TV show or movie and you could like rewrite it from another character's perspective, then like what would you what would you do or what would you want to see? So I thought, you know, and you're I was seeing like, you know, everybody went to your your classic movies you know like oh what if you did hunger games but from like Peta's perspective ooh and it's like oh, it's, it's it was weak scott so i thought maybe we could try some stuff out here and uh like it's been done before like in in sometimes it ends up good like like spin-off shows you know sometimes it ends up bad so like uh a bad example would be like um you have something like the family guy and you're like hey let's take this really uninteresting character Cle- you know cleveland who has like a monotone voice and let's make a whole show about him you know and i don't really watch the cleveland show but you know i i hear it didn't do well right and then yeah i think we got the explanation on it so but then you got good examples like you know when they made that timon and pumbaa show okay okay so what would be what came to your mind what came to the mind of sneaky d I have like several ideas, but I, I'll start with a softball one, and then the, the, my my bigger idea, which is somewhat obvious, but we'll talk about it. So it's it's just like a thing that lately, like like I I was thinking of these good movies, and I thought of like The Big Lebowski, and I was like, oh wait, they are already doing that one. Called there's a movie called Jesus Rolls coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already out. <laughs> and I was like trying to think of some classic movies, and then I thought of Jurassic Park, and I was like, okay, well, like a lot of the a lot of the shows. They already cover a lot of perspectives. And I thought of like Game of Thrones. I was like, oh no, wait. They do do everybody's perspectives all the time. But I thought one really good idea would be like if you did Lord of the Rings, but from like, since they have so many cool characters, but if you did it from either Gandalf's perspective or Tom Bombadil. There you go. And I know you're a big Tom Bombadil fan. Yeah, the Tom Bombadil movie probably wouldn't be that good. Like, it's just the guy hanging out in the woods and then like these these really short men with this weird attachment to this jewelry come by and he feeds them and then they leave and then for about nine more hours he's just hanging out (laughs) 
I mean, he doesn't get involved with stuff, as far as we know. That's kind of like his thing. He's like a neutral force in the universe. But all right, well, then how about Gandalf then? You know, like, what's that guy up to all the time? He's like, fly, you fool. See you later. I'm going to go fight a Balrog and come back. Like, I mean, what else is he up to? You know, like, it's, it, like for, for them, that was like the greatest thing ever when he like fought the Balrog. But for him, it was a Tuesday, you know? So like, what else does he do besides walking around with his cane? I mean, does he just go around smoking and stuff? Or did he actually, you know, I thought that would be good. So that was kind of like a, my softball one. But then I thought, got to think bigger, David. You know, you got to think biblical proportions, you know? And then I, and then I came to me, I was like, whoa, what about the Bible? But from Jesus's perspective, <laughs> isn't that the new Testament? No. <laughs> isn't that life of Brian? <laughs> life of Brian. You ever seen that Monty Python movie? Uh, nope. Oh, God damn it. It's just showing yeah. Jesus going around doing stuff. It's like a parody of the story of Jesus. Where like people start following him and he like was just kind of bullshitting to avoid trouble. And he's like, stop following me guys, stop following me guys. And then like it turns into, you know, him getting crucified. Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> Bummer. I think uh God damn, uh George Harrison like produced it or like helped fund it somehow. Which is interesting. I'll have to check that one out. It sounds actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's one. A, that's a good well, video vote poll. If you like the, the Monty Python style of humor, like Holy Grail and stuff, you'll you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But like the New Testament, Scott, is written from all the disciples' perspective, which is the issue. Like if you just found like Jesus' diary laying on the floor one day, it would be like people would lose their fucking minds. Right. Or 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 it would just be Life of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life of Brian sounds like a parody. It's... Not you know what your first idea was better the better concept like with the Lord of the Rings let's follow follow Gandalf around or something I'm gonna say maybe you you kind of brought some weak topics I thought you were gonna come out with some stunners and then fan favorite and I could just coast on the rest of the thing but now we got to come up with really good ideas I actually I was gonna ask you guys what you wanted to do I didn't really it wasn't really I was just kind of bringing up like topics that. Uh, like I was going to give examples of other stuff and then see what you guys want to do with your media. So that, those, those were all the ideas you had on this what if scenario. Well, I thought like one of my shower thoughts was like, what if we follow like Hagrid instead of Harry? And he's just going around getting hammered all the time. And like, <laughs> <laughs> see, I knew that was in there. <laughs> he's like this big fucking guy. All, and he goes around and be like, Jesus, you're big. <laughs> It's just the whole movie's him apologizing for being big. <laughs> like, what does he do with his free time? You know, like, I want to know, like, what is he doing when they're on all these missions and stuff? And supposedly Dumbledore trusted him with all these big tasks. And like, is that the reason why things got so fucked up? Like this guy, <laughs> he was like his number one. Like, he's like, Dumbledore's like the best guy. I, I'd like to see what Dumbledore was up to the whole time, you know, because he sounds like he'd be up to good See, to I shit. wouldn't pick the most powerful character to, to follow around right. because like, it's just them acing everything they come across. Well, he probably has a lot of paperwork and stuff he's got to do. It's, you know, like a mundane task. And that's why he's like, let me send Hagrid out to go do this shit for me. Like Hagrid, it's very essential for the Order of the Phoenix that you do this task for us. Can I trust you with it? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. (laughs) No problem, buddy. And then they wonder why things went to shit. He's out there hammered, riding his motorcycle, getting a fucking DUI. And, you know, they're like, Haggard, you had one job, man. 
you're supposed to deliver this letter and now we're all now Voldemort's back. I love how this is like a it takes a magical children's story and turns it into like this harrowing uh, alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> this story where an he alcoholic causes a genocide almost again. <laughs> you could go on adventures in the forest. That's true. In the scary old forest full of werewolves. One, Scott? How about this one? How about this one? It's Moby Dick, but it's from the whale's perspective. And it's just like, yeah, fuck these guys. It's just an episode of Planet Earth. These guys are such assholes. They keep following me. Gosh, just leave me alone. And he has like a family and stuff. And he's like a really wise old whale. And they're just you know, like uh, discriminating against him because he's an albino. Hmm. I'm trying to think of hmm. an idea over here now. Well, Jurassic Park's not a good one because they show kind of what happened. Like the problem with like movies and TV shows is they cover everybody all the time. So if you want to get the perspective of like somebody, they probably do show them a lot in the films. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Samuel L. Jackson's death scene. They cut that out because they couldn't film it. Mm-hmm. But he goes from just this computer hacker being like, I got to go turn on the lights. To just an arm. To just an arm. Like what yeah. happened to him in the the events of the show the, that you didn't get to see the yeah. behind the scenes. So like that'll be a good short film from a different perspective, just a little missing piece. He kills like thousands of dinos and they just and they don't notice it. He's just like, I'll kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that that arm just was bit off of him. He's still somewhere He's kicking still ass. There. He's been, he's been kicking ass for all these movies. They're on like the fifth movie now, and he's like, I'm just kicking ass, motherfucker. <laughs> snakes on a plane somewhere. Jurassic World, he's one of the exhibits. <laughs> we found this man on the island. So that's if you pick Jurassic Park, but do you have a better um, or a different movie you want to pick? Or you, I feel you like that, there's got to be an out-of-the-box one that would just like, blow we'll our minds books you read or something cuz books are always from the point books are good because they're always from almost always from the point of view of the character sometimes they're like third person but there's like a lot of classic ones that right, are right right viewpoint like Ian do you have any good books you've read recently that are from a um fiction books at all like uh I haven't been reading a lot recently to be honest I feel like modern novels like when I think about the way Michael Crichton wrote. Well, that's not really modern. He's been dead for like 20 years, but uh, <laughs> but those, the perspective does jump around a bit. I mean, my thoughts are like, I don't know if this would ruin it because part of maybe part of the charm is like the mystery of the unknown, but like Frankenstein, the monster's perspective would be interesting, I think. Like which part of him? Seems like they have covered that in media, though. You know, like about sympathizing with Frankenstein and well, Frankenstein's like twelve people, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the brain, I guess, would be the personality. But like, yeah, imagine that just being zapped into existence and like, what the fuck am I? And then all of a sudden, people are chasing you with fire. That sucks. Yeah, like any horror movie would probably be a good setting because, like, horror movies really focus on the. victims but what about the killers you know like what about if you're watching a horror movie it's like what what is what is the what is what does the girl from the ring do with her fucking free time she just comes out of fucking <laughs> you know like what is i don't know like you watch it it sounds like ian would really like the ring girl because she loves vhs tapes too yeah why not they're interrupting her vhs experience she's like fuck you guys it's like 
I'm going to mess you guys up and go back to watching my VHS tapes and my B, my B movies. In seven days, though, I've got a backlog. Yeah. That's when it's due, your VHS is due back or whatever. You get. What about Eraserhead from either Radiator Girl's perspective or the baby's perspective? Oh, Radiator Girl's <laughs> perspective would be so creepy. It's like she's always <laughs> waiting to go on the show and she's got these like, like mosquito, like swollen, potsy cheeks. And she keeps squishing lizards. Like, why is she squishing lizards? You'd have to really deep dive into these characters. Like, what do they really do when we're not on screen? Right. Expand the lore. Like, are the lizards, like, killing all her family and she's just, like, putting on a show against the lizards or something like that? Can we sympathize with Radiator Girl? Can we sympathize with a crazy E.T. baby? I don't think we can sympathize with a baby. I think he can. He got stabbed in the guts. Right. But like spoiler, the whole spoiler alert. <laughs> that's true. But like the whole, his whole life is already in that film. Yeah. True. What about the guy who runs the fucking pencil factory? He's just buying people's heads. What, what is that guy's story? <laughs> I feel like there's so much lore they could dig into. I mean, some of these side characters, you have to make a lot of backstory for though. You have to be a lot of legwork there. Yeah. Like you guys know, like the Wizard of Oz thing, like the the show Wicked. It's like they took the main, um, the Wicked Witch of the West, and they completely flipped the whole script. And now it has a Broadway or whatever. It's a it's a play. You know, it's very yeah. successful. It's like you could reinvent stories. Like you thought they were the bad guys, or you thought they were weirdos or whatever, and now you can reinvent that whole whole tale. You have the chance to rewrite to completely reinvent the story. You guys ever seen Wicked? No. no, they take some liberties. They take some liberties. <laughs> I like David here, the fucking the, the arbiter of justice on the Wizard of Oz canon. <laughs> they take some liberties. Uh, yeah, uh, it deviates. Very realistic. <laughs> deviates from the source material. Like when she fucking lights Scarecrow on fire, that's fucked up, you know. And it's like they're like, oh no, she was just misunderstood. It's like she was a bitch. Trying to make you feel all bad, like she was like the uh, red, ugly redhead. St- what's it? The redheaded stepchild. You know, it's like, come on. She was also maybe she had a bad day that day, but come on. So Scott, you got anything? Ian's uh, cooking up some stuff, and he's not even in his call kitchen show. What do you got? Right, I'm all fucking kerfuffled about I, it. I can't I handle asked it. You about this question before, you had time to prepare. Right, I didn't think of anything. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> you could have thought of something. <laughs> you think I would have? Jeez, I guess I'd imagine what would happen if Volume Two of Scott Cast, the episodes after 100 before 200. From Scott's perspective, rather than Ian, the Pod King's perspective. Sounds like you're longing for power. I long for power all the time. (laughs) It's kind of a state of being. You're supposed to reinvent something that's established. We don't know what's going to happen in season two. You know, I've decided on the story. Independence Day... From the Ooh. perspective of the guy who's like yippee ki motherfuckers, or what does he say? No, that's 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 uh, another movie. Uh, what he saying? It's I'm back. Oh yeah, that's right. That <laughs> guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he spends like half the time in jail. He spends half the time running through the desert with his family. 
That guy's a hero of the movie. We don't know that much about him other than he was just, he was a, his children kind of loved him and he was a little, little kooky, but. He was an alcoholic. So it's another one of those movies. There's got to be more alcoholics we can make movies out of. (laughs) I'm not sure you can do that nowadays with the, maybe back in the nineties, you could pull that shit. (laughs) A series of alcoholic movies. No, I think that would be, that would go well, very, very well in the 2020s. People love stories of redemption uh, and alcoholism. I thought you were going to say from the perspective of the aliens. So maybe the aliens were like, it was just the ones that they sent, like, cause they don't, Oh, maybe they do send more. Cause I haven't seen the second one, but like, I was thinking originally after seeing the first one, it's like, okay. So like they beat these aliens, but like, were they just like, maybe they were just a bunch of having a good time. They were much, just a bunch of alcoholics and they were partying and they're like, Hey, let's fuck up earth. Yeah. The problem with the aliens, like, I find like it would be hard to really sympathize with the aliens or really get to know what their story is, you know, but very close to the aliens. How about the guy who's head of area 51? Like what's his backstory <laughs> living in area 51 for 50 years? Yeah. He had a little quarantine issue. Like he was going to start to lose it a little bit after. I don't know. I feel like that guy was always just weird though. So. He, he he definitely didn't have a very graceful end. No, he survived. He ended up in the sequel. Oh, well, okay. I know he was talking. They were talking through him. I thought, I just assumed he died. I think everyone else did too, but when Will Smith didn't sign up for the sequel, they were like, we need somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day 2 from the perspective of Will Smith then. Did they like kill him off or something? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, like in, in the first like two minutes of the movie, they're like, yes, Alcoholism. it is 30 years later and Will Smith is dead. What is liver. the next plot point? Gross, <laughs> liver killed him. No, he actually he died in a, in, in a plane accident or wow. a UFO accident. Amateur, right? Was he trying to test it out? He was like, "I got to get me one of these," and then, bam! Yeah, he got him one of those, and <laughs> didn't, work of those. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work out for him. Didn't work out for him. He's got to get himself a driver's license for those things because he, he didn't read the manual on how to drive that. But apparently, they're they're very easy to drive. But apparently, not if you died in a freak UFO flying accident yeah so i guess that does it so what did we learn today guys well we don't know for sure yet how our experiments have turned out Mm -hmm. so we'll need to consult the data to really uh summarize what we've learned but uh it seems like asking questions is uh an essential part of of advancing we'll say that we asked some good questions today Brainstorm some ideas for some Avengers. Yeah. Sent some space nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people can email in with their space nudes. Don't don't email in nudes. <laughs> All of a sudden your email bag is flooded. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> we learned we can't do an advertisement on this platform. And I learned that it's insanely difficult to uh, passive-aggressively lift Ian off the Podkink throne, and there might need to be a Feudcast 3 very soon. Oh, yeah. Shit. Passive-aggressive doesn't work with me. Maybe active-aggressive. 
That's uh, right. That's why I brought the Scott Science clip. I felt that was actively aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this clip you someone else. This isn't me, man. This is somebody else. But hey, I'm not a part of this organization that is literally <laughs> my namesake. But I think that people, some people feel like this. Not me, but some people. <laughs> <laughs> like you should have another fight immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's all. All right, so I guess we're gonna end it up. Uh, Ian, do you want to do the honors, or are you are you still a little sleepy? Uh, shit. Um, I forget how it ends. So you go ahead. <laughs> okay. All hell, Scott Cast. Glory be to Scott Cast. Look at that. See, I feel like Pod King already. Um, so, from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott I bid thee adieu. See you later, Scott Cass.